0: Hi guys, this is Sarah, and this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Feds. FedWork fed is the modern day background check,
1: and we encourage people to feed Empowerment Daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed hey Feds, it's Katrina Joe checking in here. What have you done this week to feed Empowerment Daily? Have you taken the time out to build up your best friend, your lover, a family member, a stranger, or even yourself? Friendly reminder that empowering yourself to help others is a great place to start. A great habit is formed with repetition. So let's get it. Hey guys, welcome to Fedwork. My name is Katrina Joe. And I'm Sarah. And happy FedWork Friday. I am so excited to kick off this exclusive episode series with the Hennessy Never Stop, Never Settle Society series. And today we have a very, very special entrepreneur with us all the way from Boston, Heather White. Hey, Heather.
2: Hey, y'all. Thank Hi, you so much for
1: having me. Yes, of course. How's it going?
2: It's going really well. It's raining here in New York. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to stay dry however I can, but overall it's really good.
1: Good. It's here here too. (laughs) Um, Are you based in New York or Boston?
2: So I was based in Boston and then I recently moved to New York in November to help plot our New York expansion.
1: Oh, amazing. Okay. Okay. So for for the people that do not know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, your journey?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, everybody. My name is Heather White. Um, I was a marketing executive in the sneaker industry for 12 years um, and really got my skin in the game through learning how to make sneakers pop and make them sell out. Um, and I really fell into my entrepreneurship journey. You know, I was on my own fitness journey um, and I just saw that there was a lot of white space open for for us to come in and make a beautiful, um, fueled by hip-hop, very cultural experience. Um, And we did that five and a half years ago. And I'm really proud to say that since then, we've scaled to having um, a global digital program, which we saw really grow and really become substantial through the pandemic. Um, And now to be planning our second studio location here in New York is super exciting. And we recently um, partnered with Hotel June on the West Coast um, because we've been doing monthly pop-ups over there. So it's really exciting kind of managing these three markets when originally we just started off as a small idea in Boston.
1: That is so amazing. Congratulations on that expansion. And was that all happening during the pandemic? It was.
2: Yeah. It was really, really crazy for us. You know, like we were lucky that we were the first studio in Boston to close because it meant that our digital program was the first one that launched. Um, and we were able to get a ton of market share through, through that way. Um, but me moving to New York, um, we fell into some really good news as a brand. We won some really big grants, which is, which has been just incredibly exciting. Um, and that has really fueled our expansion forward. And so we partnered up with a real estate company out here and they found us the most beautiful space in the heart of Bed-Stuy um, and we can't wait to be there it's super exciting that's
0: amazing
2: what Congratulations. Like what's the timeline on that yeah so we're planning to open in New York in December God willing um, mm-hmm. so we, like the lawyers are literally looking over the paperwork and starting to draw up the lease now um, and working on that process um, we've hired a design agency oh. that works to build out their concept stores they're going to be building out our space which is really really exciting for us um, And yeah, so hopefully construction will be able to kick off at some point in July, and then we'll be able to open in December.
0: Oh, that's so amazing. You've got to be so excited. Yeah,
2: we're really, really hype about it. We can't wait.
1: That's so great. I have a question really quick. Where did Trill Fit come from? Like, when did you decide, like, yo, I need to call this Trill Fit?
2: (laughs) It just sort of came to me. It was so funny. I was at dinner with a bunch of girlfriends, and like at the very beginning of my career, I started as a copywriter. So, I've always had a love of language and of words. And I wanted whatever the word to describe what we were doing, I wanted it to be catchy. I wanted it to feel like it was from the culture, for the culture. Um, okay. And I wanted a hundred image as soon as you got it. And somehow Trillfit came to me, and that is our name. It became the name of our signature class. Um, and yeah, and we've built a movement around it through hip hop.
1: I love it. I love it. What are some of the elements that um, you involve in your classes?
2: I think our elements are really threefold, right? The first is the inclusion aspect. So from the minute that you step in the door, we want you to know that you belong here. Um, This is a space for you, um, for you to love, for you to get um, sweaty with us. Um, The second thing is effective, right? Because we want, like, we built the format in a certain way to achieve a certain look and certain results um, so that you can feel good and that you can tighten and tone the whole body. And then the third piece is really community. So it's that aspect that's like, whether we're logging on on, Zoom and we're doing this as a digital experience, or we're all physically together, whether it's outside six feet apart or inside the studio under, you know, the strictest protocols that you can still feel that it's not just me. I have a community of folks next to me in front of me, behind me, supporting me um, who have my back, no matter what comes next.
0: That's amazing. I
2: love that.
0: It sounds like you really took the pandemic and everything that was happening where in a negative way and you totally flipped it and made such a positive movement from it, um, which I just think is absolutely amazing, especially for you to be able to get into the the mode to do it rather than just kind of letting it go. You know, I feel like that's,
2: We felt like we really had to. And, you know, like, Sarah, it was really hard for us because before we closed the studio, we were literally seeing people's faces every single day as they were walking into the studio. And remember, like, back to early March before we knew what coronavirus was, right? We had no information, but we knew it was bad. And we saw the numbers in Wuhan, but we didn't know, like, what it meant in the United States, right? Right, right the anxiety and the stress on people's face. And we're like, yo, people need wellness more than ever. Um, and that was really the thing that fueled a lot of our decision-making during that time. We were like, we need to be fast. Um, we need to like, you know, be, be on the lookout for people's health and safety and be honest about what we can do, what we can't do. And we knew straight up, we're like, this is an airborne disease. The studio doesn't have windows at some point. We're like, this is just not going to work. And at some point, like you have to put people's health before your profits as a business. And so we knew that from the very beginning, just from the little whispers that we heard that we were going to have to close. And I think it was really good for us that we were able to be so adaptive with it because what I saw a lot of our competitors doing is they waited too long. A lot of folks with all of the resources in the world who could have done it differently. Um, And they've had to have massive layoffs and they've had to close locations because they haven't been able to cut it. Whereas a really small brand that was thinking differently about it, right? Like Mm -hmm. we were overly cautious and overly... you know, research minded, because we knew that we had no idea what we were doing. Um, and ultimately, we were able to cobble together a really great solution for us. So that feels super good. And I'm really proud of my whole team for what we've been able to accomplish through the pandemic, because we left growing 15%, which is amazing. And this was a year when a lot of folks went out of business. And mm-hmm. a lot of folks were just trying to just like stay open. So for us to post during that time is pretty nuts.
0: Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you, you said you started five years ago on this and you had obviously your career prior to that. But do you feel like the pandemic has been your biggest challenge or were, has there been a larger challenge in the process?
2: I mean, we've had so many challenges. Um, that the pandemic was honestly another one of these rolling hits, but it's things you expect and things that you don't expect, right? Like no one could have predicted that we were going to have a global pandemic that would have us shut down our business for over a year and, and, and involve us, um, you know, pivoting and changing the business plan and doing all of this stuff. But at the same time, like it was really, really hard just being a first time young black entrepreneur in a very white, very racist city um, in a very white, very racist industry. Like that was just hard in general to get people to take us seriously and honestly it was not until the summer of the pandemic during the racial uprising that we really started getting um a lot of national acclaim for just the way that we have been treating diversity in our studio previously like it had always been important to us but folks in the industry didn't really wake up and care until george floyd and so um it's just been really interesting sort of balancing these multiple stories and motives and narratives all together all together but um there are no shortage of challenges for an entrepreneur especially if you're young and especially if you're
1: young. <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely and i mean it sounds like the pandemic actually served you and your business for the good you know like whether it was personally financially um fr- out you know just expanding your business in general like that's just so amazing
2: it really did, and it gave us an opportunity to test things, right? Because um, we got to see our customers in a different rate, in a different way. Um, a lot of folks um, suddenly did not have childcare anymore, right? After school programs didn't exist anymore. Sports teams didn't exist. Anymore. Daycare doesn't exist anymore. So we saw a right. lot of. their kids to class and so we developed a family class because we're like oh these parents are bringing their kids because there's no one to watch their kids that's why they're here we should develop a class that parents and caretakers can do with children because everybody is in this situation right now and that became a really popular class because everybody was the same thing they're like i don't want to sit my kid in front of a screen but also i have to i'm looking out for my well-being right plus I have to do work plus I have to do all the other things um so we were able to be quite reactive and like just test new things. So it gave us the ability to be super agile and just try out different things um, and get instant feedback from people around the world. Do we like this? Do we not like this? Does this feel good? Does it not feel good? Um, And the family program is one of uh, the proudest ones um, that we've launched that we have because suddenly we had like six-year-olds in the UK dialing in every weekend and making friends with little girls in DC, making friends with you know, kids in Oakland and it was like where would they have this opportunity like now if they want to they could become pen pals they could become friends because they come to class every week together you mm-hmm. know they're used to that's maybe- so
1: cute
2: it was so cute and we end the yeah. class with affirmations so you hear all these little kids and like kids with accents yeah. you know just, like hyping each other up and it's just the sweetest thing that you've ever seen and that was a product that was completely born out of quarantine
0: and you're we that- able to reach Such a broader audience now too, because the digital platform exists in a way that it never did before. I mean, it was there, but people weren't tapping into it the way they are now.
2: Yeah. And there's so many folks where who knows, they may never feel comfortable working out outside of their home again. Right. But now they have a strong digital option and they're like, I love my Peloton and I do TrollFit for group fitness. Yep. Right. They're like, people are changing the way that they live. People are changing the way that they work out, um, their work-life balance. All of that stuff, um, has evolved since us all moving through the pandemic together.
1: I love that. And just you being able to like, just think on your feet, like, yo, I see these kids coming every day. Okay. Boom. New class. Here we go. Like being able to move and have that flexibility is amazing.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: That's so dope. Um, so in your journey, when you moved from the marketing world and all of that, like, was there a moment when you were starting Trill Fit where you were like, ah, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is my calling.
2: Do you remember that moment? I think honestly, it was our first event because it was, Trillfit was just an idea, you know, previously. And the first event sold out three days before it was supposed to happen. And that was a huge proof of concept for us because we didn't have signature classes. We didn't have anything that really made us special at the time. It was literally just the idea that people could work out differently, that we could pair hip hop music and a live DJ with a workout and that it would be super dope um, and that we could do something for the culture. And being there at that event and I just remember we held it at an art gallery in Jamaica Plain and like kids from the neighborhood ran out to see what was going on. And like, as they were watching from the street corners, I was like, that's when I realized like, we're building something now and this is actually going to be huge. I could never imagine that we would be as big as we are today where like, we've been on good morning America. We were on good morning America, you know? Yeah. Uh, Michael Strahan did a class. I was going to say I saw it. (laughs) I could (laughs) predicted that that stuff would have happened for us, you know, but um, it's super, super gratifying and really, really exciting. I also think
0: that the fact that it started because the community needed something, you know, there's, there's not only are you solving a need, but you're also bringing something that's cool and edgy, you know, that, that brings other people into that may never have ever even known about it, you know, so it's, it's a pretty cool balance.
2: Exactly. It was never a vanity project. And I feel like we see those so often in wellness where it's all about one person. And it's like, here's my method and here's how I got skinny. And now you need to look this way. Um, And that's what it's going to be. And that's what wellness has been for so long. And so for Trollfit to come through and kind of blaze our own path and actually say, it's not really about how you look, it's how you feel. And as long as you feel good, you look good. And we have a community of people that's here for you and we're going to do this together and we're going to have fun. Like, that was revolutionary. And When you say it out loud now, it sounds insane because you're like, moving your body should be fun. And like this shouldn't be as crazy as it is. People should be, feel welcome in spaces. But um, it was quite radical for us to take the stance that we did.
1: I love that. And I love that because you're in an industry that as an entrepreneur, it's it's hard for us to do a work-life balance, right? Like you're always working, you know, the hours are endless and whatnot. And so, you know, that's where sometimes we have to carve out time to work and focus on our mental health. But with you and your journey, I think you, or I think just looking you know, on the outside in is that it's super dope that you're able to do both at the same time in your craft because you are, you know, physically taking care of yourself, mentally taking care of yourself and also pursuing your passion as an entrepreneur, which I think is, is super dope that you're able to cultivate all of that in your, you know, your passion.
2: Totally. And we try to be really thoughtful at every decision that we make, right? Because we think to ourselves, what does a black woman led wellness company looks like? Right. What does it look like when you have a company of mainly black and brown people together advocating for public health? Like, how do you treat each other? What do we want to be known for? Um, Right. Want to be remembered? How do we want to feel good at work? Not just the way that we've worked for like, you know, 20 years, because that's all we've known. But like, you know, this is our company, we're forging a new pathway forward. And what do we want that to look like and feel like and how what do we want to be different and what's going to make us feel good and feel supported throughout our journey. So it's exciting um, to really come at every decision that we make in a super holistic way where folks feel like they have a seat at the table and that their voices are being heard. Absolutely.
1: I love it. I need to take a class. When are I you just say, to we, need, we need to do a pop-up. I'm going to get online, yeah. do a class. <laughs> Please do. We'll meet you in your living room tomorrow. Straight yes. up. Yes. <laughs> um, well, one of my favorite things um, is that Hennessy's mantra is never stop, never settle. What does that mantra mean to you?
2: For me, it just means that, you know, um, the possibilities with TrillFit are endless, right? Like um, take our expansion, For example, we could have just stopped at one flagship, but we won't. We're not going to settle for what's easy or for what's given. We pivoted our digital programming through COVID. We made a big splash. We're now working to grow it to make it the best in the world so that we can just keep getting better. We're going to open a big flagship in New York that's going to have more services um, and more opportunities for people of color. And so for me, never stop, never settle is how we run the business, right? It means- as big as we can and we're still going to be thoughtful about it and we're going to push each other and we're going to have each other's backs but like we're out here to make a name for ourselves and we're out here um to make troll Fit as big as we can yeah there's a clothing component too right you have merch yes we do we have merch we do drops like every single month different bras t-shirts leggings all of that stuff we're definitely going to be growing the merchandise program right now we're looking for designers so if you (laughs) Diner. Listen, you DM us um, because we love hearing from folks, but yeah, it's a really exciting time for the brand. And does that give you um, like
0: a creative outlet? Do you feel like, especially because, you, you know, you were in marketing before and now you're doing all of this that, that is building your brand, but there's also that creative aspect that maybe That's some people... Yeah,
2: yeah 100%, like in the way that we do the merchandise, the way that we plan out the drops, that's a ton of creativity and also just how we build out our annual events. Right. We always have activations on site. We're always doing different things. We always want to showcase local talent. We always want to show off the culture. So we're always working with chefs and artists and musicians and DJs. Um, and it's super, super exciting for us. So I think those are really the areas where my creativity can really shine. Like we're planning a tour um, through the South this summer and Fila is the title. Hey. And so like we're testing out Atlanta, DC, Miami. And so we're like super, super, super hype on all of that stuff. So those are really moments when like the team comes together, we brainstorm. What do we want yeah. this to look like and feel like? What do we want the consumers to experience? What do we want TrillFit to be standing for in this moment? And then we go and build it together.
0: And I love that too. you like you, you keep talking about your team. I love that you do that because, you know, it's easy to say, oh, well, I did this and I did this, you know, but you're, you're very inclusive of your team.
2: They're incredible. The team is so good. And I would not be able to do like a fraction <laughs> of what <women. laughs> they're incredible.
1: Awesome. And you mentioned you have like different components in your events, like a DJ, a chef and all of that. Like, can you explain to us like what type of events you guys do? Because that sounds dope. I want to come. <laughs>
2: so we do two annual events every year the first one is at the beginning of the year and that's called brunch and burn and that's two classes back to back followed by a full brunch and then we have wellness experiences so it could be ever anything from getting your tarot cards read to getting free acupuncture or a massage or a health coach consult or anything like that and then we do an event in the summer that we call trill fest which is super exciting and we do six classes back to back and then we do exactly i know it's nuts for what they want. Not everybody does all six, but we have an entire morning of classes. And then the afternoon is literally a full concert. And so we have food trucks there. We have an art garden there where we have people doing live art and selling art. We have live DJs on site. And like I said, we had a, we have a full concert. So the first year that we did it, Bia was the headliner. So it's so amazing for us to see her get all of her press and be on the radio now she's so lit she's a trill fit girl so like we we do our best to highlight black women and amplify black voices and so like trill fest being our summer event combining like literally music food fitness we do chef demos we do little documentary series with like local black chefs that are like making an impact in their communities and we screen those for our audiences so it's a cool time for folks to just like learn more about the neighborhood um, and the people making changes and how many years have you done that so far? So this year will be our third year doing it. So wow. we did it, year, which is our first year like having a screen chef component, which was super exciting because we have food trucks there every year. Um, and so this year we're currently in the process of reimagining what it's going to look like.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, another challenge, right? That. But- <laughs>
2: We always want to make it better every single year. So it's like, okay, what could, what couldn't we afford last year that we want to get this year? You know, like what type of artists can we get? Like, who can we pull in on this, et cetera, et cetera. Do you live stream that as well for all of your audience that's in other cities? We do. So last year was the first time that we did it in two locations and digitally. So we had an LA Trill fest, we had it in Boston, and then we streamed it live this year we're going to do it in New York and Boston so it'll be really and also live is like digitally streaming so it'll be exciting to just see like okay the year after the pandemic now what does it look like you know and again just any opportunity that we have to get learnings we're here for it and we want that
1: and I just love the names like brunch and burn trill fest like (laughs) (laughs) they're so good so good
2: we just launched um, a maternal program, and it's called Baby Making Boss. And we're like, listen, okay, so y'all just made a baby. Here's here's what you need to do for the snapback. Here's how you get all your muscles strong because we yes. want be very inclusive because you know non-binary folks have babies too. So we didn't want to yeah. have anything that said like mom or wow. mother in case they don't identify that way. So we're like, listen, you're the baby making boss, and here's the
1: program. Yes. Yeah, I
2: love that, I and love it doesn't include everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And-
1: So inclusive and so creative. I love it. Well, outside of those two events, as well as the um, new location, what else can we expect from Trill Fit in the next year?
2: I mean, again, just constant improvement and looking for feedback, right? Like we're going to keep doing what we do best. Um, the most exciting thing I think about the New York space is that we're opening a full-on spa. So it's going to be different services than we have in Boston. So massages, body scrubs, acupuncture, like all of that stuff, you'll be able to get that at TrailFit now. And we have so much space in New York that we're thinking about other businesses too, where we might open like a little nail art salon in there too. And we're just thinking of like, what are the other complimentary services uh, that we feel make sense?
1: Trail Nails, are we doing that? That's what
2: I'm <laughs> Trill nails. I know nails. you're
1: gonna get creative with names.
2: If you could come in and literally work out at a place, get a massage, yes. get therapy, and get your nails done, and, and leave, with, I'd literally never leave. I'd be like, oh, this is just my second home, right? right. <laughs> you the You could get the pod beds. People don't have to leave. 100%. Trill
1: hotel. Trill hotel. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I don't. Is there anything like that right now? I don't think there is, right? Not that I've seen nothing
2: on the market, and nothing that includes therapy in it too. So we really want to think through, like, how could we build yes. a strong yeah. mental health component into it? Because I think that that would make us feel really different and be really interesting and, and exciting too.
0: Yeah, and you could also maybe find a way to get a, a chef that does like health food or something like that exactly. that could pre- do prepared foods
2: for you and exactly. have them there. Yeah. yeah. Our neighbor, so we're on the first floor retail of a big um, luxury condo building, and the neighbor is an organic grocery store. So I feel like oh. any shop we partner with, it's going to be super dope and easy. Yeah. And then we literally have the grocery store right there. So it's a natural partnership and connection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I Everything it. in one place, Trill Fit, you're going to have nails, therapy, spa, food, all you of that. And you're, you're going to be in New York? Girl, yes. In the heart of bed Yes. Well, congratulations to you on all of that. This is so exciting. Um, for anyone else that would like to follow in your footsteps and follow along with Trill Fit, what are three tips that you would like to leave them with?
2: Yeah, I would say the first step is just trust yourself and believe yourself, right? Like the the world that we live in is structured in a way where you will doubt yourself every day and you will always wonder if you're supposed to be on this path. Um, But questioning yourself is healthy, but never lose the faith, right? You were put on this earth to do something, to build something, to make something. Um, And so trust in that and try your best. The second um, is let data be your friend, right? Like us as creatives, it might be something that we want to shy away from naturally. I was a poetry major in school. I never took a marketing class and somehow had a very successful career in marketing. So if you are willing to do the work and you can find mentors who can teach you, um, and if you can understand how to process and synthesize data and like tell a story with it, you will be served for so, so, so long. Um, And then, And my last piece of advice is, you know, pay attention to the competition, but don't follow them, right? You need to understand what the other folks in your industry are doing. Um, You need to know if they're making, you know, a decision to go right or go left or how are they handling COVID or like what processes are they doing? Um, They're not going to do everything right, but they can show you what has already been in the world. And that can allow you to think differently right? Like as entrepreneurs, as young people, as people of color, we always want to constantly be innovating and be doing things differently. And the best way to do that is to know what's already out there. So make sure that you're super well-versed into whatever industry you're going into. So you can understand how you're going to disrupt it and how you're going to change it.
1: Those are amazing tips. I am inspired. I am so inspired. Good. I love That's so it. Good. And we always talk on, on Frederick on some of our previous, previous episodes, we talk about like healthy competition. So I'm just so glad that, that was something that you mentioned. Cause it is really important for entrepreneurs to, you know, take competition in an inspiring way. Like how can you learn? What can we do? How can we shift? So I'm so glad you mentioned that. And I'm, I'm, I'm inspired by your I'm tips. So,
0: so I know. You. Same. I think that what you're doing is absolutely amazing. Thank and you. I hope that you open a studio in Detroit one day.
2: We'll add it to the list, sis. It was so Please great. Too. Oh, thank you so much thank for having me. Of course. And then if okay. anyone wanted
0: to follow you, where can they find you?
2: You can follow me at @itsheatherwhite white on Instagram. And you can follow Trillfit at trill.fit.
0: Awesome. All
2: right. Well, thank you for being here. And then if you want
0: to put action these three steps from our entrepreneur or gather more educational resources, visit hennessy's neverstopneversettlesociety.org. Thank
1: you, Heather. We appreciate Thank you. you.
2: Thank you. This was so awesome. I really appreciate, lady, appreciate it, ladies. Have a great rest of your night. You too. You Thank too. you. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.